It's time for the Cinema Geekly Podcast, episode 76. Uh, kind of. It's uh, No, it's definitely episode 76. I'm just not in episode 76. Uh, there's a slight problem with my mic. Uh, right now I'm recording this on my iPod and then saving the audio file and then sending it to my email and then downloading it and then putting it right here before the show. Um, I wouldn't have put this in here had anybody remembered to actually say it's time for the Cinema Geekly Podcast episode 76 at the beginning like they're supposed to. Now they're all fired and don't have a job, so it'll just be me doing the podcast from here on out all alone um, from the comfort of my bed and my iPod. Uh, probably not. It looks like I'm just going to have to get another microphone or a headset or something along those lines. Uh, but anyway, it's it's just the Glenn and Aaron and Cody show. Uh, I have not listened to the whole show in advance. So whatever they do or say, just uh, it sounds like it's in an echo chamber. Uh, so unfortunately, that sound, look, people should have donated to the Kickstarter. I, I will say that right now. <laughs> uh, if the sound of this episode is any... Uh, any gauge on uh, perhaps future audio quality of the Cinema Geekly podcast. Uh, but other than that, I don't, I don't even know what they talked about. <laughs> so uh, this will be a fresh experience for you and for me. So uh, hopefully I'm going to get another headset and enough time to record uh, a podcast for next week. So until then, enjoy the show. Oh yes, and cinemageekly.com slash support. Visit it. Shop. Now enjoy the show. You're listening to Cinema Geekly, with the hosts who bothered actually turning up for the show. And I'm their voiceover guy. I'm from Britain, where you can find the real Boston, New York and Newark. They're shitholes, but they're here. Semi-Geekly podcast. Uh, in case you've noticed, I'm not Anthony. So what? In this week's episode, the inmates are definitely running the asylum, and we'll try and keep it afloat best we can. Um, and as we all know, it's going to end horribly. I, I don't think I, I think could could definitely be removed from that statement. Like <laughs> this is going to turn into a big pile of shit. I'm just wondering how far in we make it. Uh, Wait, it's at the bar, guys. I think the right. over under is like 20 minutes. I think that's a fair call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess the first off, what we started with at the uh, beginning of the week was a deal from HitFix.com talking about Mark Ruffalo's uh, appearance in the Age of Ultron and how it ends. Uh, being that you're kind of the Marvel expert, we'll start with you, Aaron. Uh, <clears throat> well, this is interesting because forever ago we heard talks from you know d- different sources, you know, leaking out that. Uh, the very next Hulk movie was going to be Planet Hulk, and it was pretty easy to debunk that because, I mean, a Planet Hulk movie, it would be exceedingly difficult to do where it's just Hulk, no banner uh, on an alien world like as a gladiator where he leads like a revolt. I mean it would be awesome uh, as shit to see you know, to maybe like the two million people you know who read the comics, but the, the general fans are not going to be excited about that, but then – some uh, adding a little bit of credence to the to the uh, Planet Hulk movie uh, rumors is that apparently when Age of Ultron ends, uh, Hulk is going to be somehow trapped on a ship that just goes, you know, wherever uh, it's being sent to wherever. So I mean, maybe uh, you know they're going to trap Ultron on a ship, dismember him, and try to launch him into space, and Hulk gets trapped or you know something like that. But eventually, you know, uh, he joins forces with the Guardians of the Galaxy. They do battle, whatever. Circle back around uh, in time 
for Avengers 3 on Earth where they're all going to fight Thanos. Uh, I mean, it, it very much makes sense. So it sounds like there will be some elements of Planet Hulk in, you know, the Hulk sol- solo movie kind of co-starring uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. So it uh, it's going to be an interesting couple of years to see all of this actually comes to fruition. I mean, obviously we'll know at the end of Avengers 2 Age of Ultron if it's, you know, true or not. But, I mean, it's very exciting if it is. Yeah, I uh... – I think the best thing about this article is the fact that it was written by a guy whose last name is McWeenie. <laughs> but uh, we'll not, uh, we're trying to stray away from uh, garbage humor. What do you think, Cody? Um, it was interesting. Um, when the, all the Planet Hawk rumors and stuff started, I was kind of curious if they were going to be able to do it based on uh, how the comic book went. Because if I remember right, I think it was Tony Stark who, like, kind of marooned him on that planet, right? Well, it was the Illuminati. It was, like, him. It was Stephen Strange. It was uh, Reed Richards. I mean, all of, like, the smartest people, you know, in the Marvel Universe, essentially, uh, came up with this plan to do so. Oh, okay. So if they end up doing it this way in the movie, I think that makes more sense just with everything that they've already established in the previous movies. It wouldn't make much sense for them to just up and ship him off somewhere. So I think it's interesting. I'm really – I don't know if I think that they'd do a, a, whole, a whole Hulk Guardians of the Galaxy movie I don't, or some weird tie-in with that. I don't know. But I guess that makes the most amount of sense because I can't really think of – they can't really introduce a whole new group or alien planet of villains or something. So I guess if they're going to do it, that's probably the way that makes the most sense. Um, I'm not a huge Hulk fan, so – I'll probably I mean, wait for it to be like on DVD or something. But I'm looking at it. Essentially, it's almost a time saver where if the Guardians were to just show up at the start of Avengers 3, obviously the Avengers would be like, okay, there's more aliens, so we got to fight them. But if they have Hulk with them, Hulk would be like, no, these guys are cool. They're like, okay, we're all friends. Let's fight. So, I mean, if anything, it might save them like you know, an entire act of going yeah, of through exposition. like the introductions and all that bullshit. Yeah, so. Yeah, I could see that, and I think it would be be cool. Might be a little CG heavy for my taste, but it'll probably turn out pretty good. Yeah, I. Uh, you were talking about with the you know, if they made a Planet Hulk movie with CGI and all that kind of stuff, uh, I think people would go because like me and the other mouth breathing, uh, half brain idiots that went and saw Transformers last weekend. There's definitely a market for that kind of stuff. Yeah, and just with the ending of. Like the last few minutes of the Avengers, when you know the Hulk just leaps out of nowhere and catches Iron Man as he's falling out of the skies, I think Hulk's popularity in terms of movies and stuff is probably at an all-time high. So people would definitely go and see it. Yeah, I think if like they threw him with Guardians, he should be in there, like just in sprinkles, like he was in Avengers. That's like the best way to use him. And like if you put him in there, I mean, I'm I don't know 100% sure. I'm sure you would know more than me, Aaron. But isn't like you know, Hulk is super strong and all that kind of stuff. Is he? He's, I'm assuming he's stronger than someone like Drax and Groot. Uh, when that kind of yeah. like diminish like what their what their role is in a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of movie. Like if you throw in Hulk, it's like, oh, we just build up these guys for no reason. Um, I, I don't think so. It, I mean, you know, they do fight. It, it, it'd almost be like it would, like like it was in the Avengers, where you know, Hulk and Thor are kind of at a standstill. But you, you know, you, you know, the Hulk is ultimately stronger. Like you know, and he got distracted and focused on attacking other people. So it might be something like that, to where, you know, <clears throat> as Banner showed, he can, you know, he is peeking through the Hulk, like when he said puny god, you know. Uh, after he kicked Loki's ass, so Banner is in there. So I think they could do something like that to where you know they start to fight, but eventually maybe Banner starts to, k- to take control and you know just tones it down before things get a little too crazy. But I mean, they're gonna fight. There's no way they're not gonna be, be in a movie like that and not fight. Yeah, I'm kind of sticking with the Marvel stuff and going on over to the 20th Century Fox side of it with X Men Apocalypse. Uh, Anthony was actually one who posted this about the treatment for x-men apocalypse and basically the only thing you can see is four horsemen something about the nile and shadows and thousands of very real something another so i just find it interesting that they have a treatment already done this quickly when the movie came out uh which kind of enters in the territory of green lantern whenever they (laughs) just kind of busted through with stuff and they green lit a second movie without even coming out and even like as something as uh, present as Amazing Spider-Man 2 when they started working on something that wasn't completely done yet. So for me, it's kind of scary because 
as good and as high in the lows were for X-Men Days Future Past, like, it's definitely not the worst one of the bunch. So it's kind of sad to see it kind of go in this direction whenever they <laughs> seem like generally they built up a lot of fan base. But Yeah, and I think they seem to have a plan, too, because wasn't it before Days of Future Past was even out in theaters, they already announced that they were doing Age of Apocalypse? Yeah. Yeah, and it, we had talked about you know well before the movie came out, like you know, and, and there were rumors of the uh, of the post credit scene that there was an apocalypse post credit scene. So, I mean, that this, this is something people have known. I mean, and the fact that they greenlit, yeah, it, it's pretty goddamn ballsy. But I mean, you know, it, with the with comic book movies being as popular as they are, and with them essentially going back and undoing so much bullshit, I mean, <laughs> it, there was no way another movie wasn't going to happen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how like their rights work over there with their contract through Marvel, but you're just gonna keep seeing them. And like they even had Channing Tatum announce for the next movie before the right. Future Past even come out. So good luck, 20th Century, y'all. Y'all know how to do that kind of stuff. You know, like Dragon Ball oh. Evolution. <laughs> uh, next up is the deal with the uh, kind of going across the pond. And the announcement of a Sherlock Christmas episode. Unfortunately, it's for 2015. I know. <laughs> Talk about a tease. Uh, so just more of like, you know, where do you think the show's going to kind of go, I guess? And, uh, you know, how excited are you for a fourth season uh, after the third one just got, just was released back in January, Aaron? Uh, I wish it was already 2016. I mean, I know I'm, I'm sure there would be some pretty cool things in my life over the next couple of years I should experience. I, I don't want to because I just want to get to the Sherlock premiere. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I'm excited. You know, yeah, it sucks. You know, not until 2015. It's like, Jesus. But, I mean, you got to figure, you know, uh, LBC3 and Martin Freeman, like, these guys are really starting to do some Hollywood blockbuster fucking movies. So they're in demand. I mean, but just the fact that they love – this show and what they do on it so much they're willing to come back for a special and commit to a you know a full season in each episode too i mean you know it's goddamn two hours so they're filming three movies essentially i mean it's uh i don't know where the show's gonna go but i'm really excited for it it just you know it sucks we gotta wait that long all right you could yeah I, yeah i wish those guys didn't get work anywhere else just so they could pump out more episodes of the show <laughs> i mean I'm not even going to hazard a guess to try to say where they're going to go with it. Um, I mean, with the way season three ended with the, the Moriarty thing, I'm very curious because I don't know how, how they're going to do it. But, I mean, I have not been let down by that show in any amount. So I, I'm just going to assume it's going to just be bigger and better like it has been each and following each episode after the next. Minus the Hounds of Hell episode. It, that wasn't even that. Oh bad, come on! Really. That episode had its merits. Yeah, I didn't say it was bad. It just—it's not as good. Um, you know, we always complain about the way AMC does their shows. Let's just say the way England does their shows in general is just a bitch. I mean, God, seriously, like the 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 breaks they take in between, and I'm sure, it, it, like you were saying, with the demand and stuff. But even before they were on demand. They did bullshit like this. I mean, you're a Doctor Who guy, and it seems like you got to wait a year and a half before a new series comes out. Yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, they do TV, you know, differently over there. You know, some of their most popular, longest-running shows may be on for only fucking four or five years. And, you know, and they only have six, se- you know, six season or six episode seasons. I mean, they definitely do it differently. But I mean, it, it makes you appreciate, like, to me, the the quality of their general TV is much better. Than what we have here in the states, because you know they have to put so much effort and story into you know just a little bit of time. I mean, it's just they're better written, uh, mostly better acted too. It uh, it's not oversaturated. I mean, you know how many fucking seasons of The Office you know were there, and each one was like you know thirty goddamn episodes. It's like you know enough already, man. It's like just you know they could have split that show into about you know what two and a half years and you would have felt just you know as attached when it got over as like the 10 or 11 of pure horseshit we saw yeah uh, i think that's probably just a, a commentary on the attention span that most americans have as viewers if if anything i think it's the general fear is if you go away too long people will forget about it and then it's going to be harder to bring people back at least over <laughs> here I'm not, I'm not saying it's right i'm just that's probably what their mentality is Right. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, like, the nice thing about Cable is the fact that most of them are, like, 13-episode seasons. And I do enjoy it. I mean, I like the AMC format. I like it being broke down into six-episode breaks. Uh, just so it's something I don't have to keep up with. And it seems like I'm able to watch more stuff because they're the way they do their lineups opens up a lot more uh, time for me to watch something else versus, like, a network show uh, that's something like CBS, which is, like, the trash network, even though it has all the ratings. <laughs> I mean, all they are are just, like... See different CSIs. Well, not anymore because all of them got canceled except for the original one. NCIS. You know they're about to make a third one of that. They're all twenty-three episodes and they're all on you know season fourteen. So definitely like that. I don't think that's the way to go. I don't know how they get away with it. And the fact that how they do their breaks, I think that's the thing that throws me off the more the most with uh, American format of television. But staying overseas and talking about something that I'm pretty sure only Aaron is going to talk about <laughs> is the uh, teaser for Doctor Who uh, talking about – well, I'm not even trying to explain it. You explain what happens in the trailer, Aaron. Well, which one? We got two of Like the most recent one with, with, with the Daleks where they're like, I see your soul, Doctor? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, uh, essentially they're just confirming that you know every season like they, they start off telling you like, oh, we're not going to see the Daleks again. There's such a – a, a classic Doctor Who monster, like we don't want, we don't oversaturate them. But every goddamn season, here they come, and every season, you know, we love it. I mean, it's awesome. Like it, it you know, Peter Capaldi. I, they're definitely setting up some kind of tease where you know this dude might be a real motherfucker. Like you know, the, a really sort of very, very dark and just sort of bitter uh, old man version of the Doctor. So I mean, it. Uh, God damn, I, I can't wait. I mean, and, and the nice thing about it is, too, like across the pond, I mean, they're going to see the show two weeks beforehand. So, I mean, you know, hopefully someone will get one up on YouTube so I don't have to wait till the 23rd. I can see it on the 8th. Uh, get pretty excited. Yeah, and now kind of coming back to America, uh, deal with Neil Gaiman's uh, American God Project. And I, kind of America. Kind <laughs> of America. Well, American is in the title. Right. Uh, you know, something I know you talked about was, uh, I know it was going to be on HBO, and you brought it up, I would say, like, one of the first podcasts I ever did about a year ago, talking yeah, about it, how the show was going to get made. Yeah, it's bounced around a little bit uh, from HBO and finally ended up on Stars. I, I think HBO might have just been a little a, a little concerned, like, you know, maybe they're trying to draw back on their big budget shows, because, I mean, look at what they were able to do with True Detective, you know what I mean? And there's probably not a lot of money in that show compared to like a True Blood. And I think doing an American God show, you have to do it on a big scale. And I think Stars definitely fits that because of what they were able to do uh, with the, the Spartacus series. So it, uh, I, I'm, I'm excited. Let's just get this fucker casted and shot already before it goes away again. Yeah. You, Cody? Uh, I'm not really familiar with American Gods too much. I know a little bit about it and from like the general plot outline that I – from the way I understand it, it sounds cool. So I'll check it out. Yeah, anything Neil Gaiman writes is cool. So he writes a lot of episodes of Doctor Who. Just I, putting that out there to you. Glenn. I also didn't know that. <laughs> I also didn't know Brian Fuller was attached to this. And when I saw his name, I was like, "Oh, all right, it's going to be really good and probably going to get canceled quickly." Yeah, it'll be one <laughs> fucking season, I'm sure. But it's going to be amazing. And then I saw Michael Green, and is that's the guy who did Heroes, right? I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. So then I'll want it to get canceled in a couple of seasons. <laughs> So, this show is going to be on for about three seasons, and hopefully it's really good. <laughs> but, uh, then sticking with the themes of comics and coming full circle, we have Henry Cavill uh, protecting Gotham for some reason. Uh, basically, they just, <laughs> they just <laughs> replaster Superman on a Dark Knight Rises poster. I'm saying, right? Isn't it? Yeah, it's... I love Nolan, but man, his posters just get <laughs> crappier and crappier each year. I mean, they, he makes these amazing trailers, and, the, and Warner Brothers does in general. And then they make these posters; they look like trash. So, I, I wonder if we could overlay like this poster w w with all of Nolan's Batman's posters, with Star Trek Into Darkness, and just every other fucking movie that came along, and put them all together. Like, it there might be like a hidden message there where it's just like Christopher Nolan's balls. You know what I mean? Like, there's something to it. There's way too many of these horseshit, you know, dark, gritty uh, posters for there not to be, like, a more sinister uh, sinister intent behind it. Yeah, the, the copy and paste artwork that we use. 
Right. But I mean, I, I love the, the you know the, the picture itself. I mean, Cavill looks even bigger than the, the first goddamn Superman movie, which is just ridiculous. I mean, the, the, there's some tweaks to the suit. Uh, you know, there's there's yellow in the S now. His hair kind of kind of looks a little fuller in. The belt's a little different. I'm still kind of missing the the red undies on the outside, but I mean that's just being nitpicky. But overall, it looks fantastic. I can't wait to see the first goddamn shot. Hopefully, you know from Comic Con of him and and Affleck face to face, like both suited up and ready to go. Like that's just going to be an instant, just six to midnight. <laughs> the the only thing I'm concerned about, and I'm really looking forward to this movie, but it, the stuff they've put out so far, everybody seems so fucking sad. <laughs> like there's the thing with Batman He's just kind of like looking down Like he just got dumped or something And then Superman Like he's just standing there in the rain right Like super fucking emo Maybe he's, li- just- maybe he's listening to like a Peter Gabriel record somewhere And he's just really enjoying it <laughs> It just seems weird to me I don't know or like Just some standing kind of like, in the rain Some like black alien toxic goo gets on him And he goes to a piano bar And Oh all man! That kind of stuff. If that happens in this movie, it might be the greatest movie of all times. We're gonna see if Superman somehow some soft yeah, shoe. Emo <laughs> Venom just takes over Henry Cavill. <laughs> no, I uh, yeah, I'm like you, Cody. I'm excited for it, even though like every everything that comes out for it, people just keep shitting on it, basically. Uh, but well, it was Dark Knight Rises. All those shots of Batman and Bane fighting in daylight, people were freaking out. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I'm sure it. I'm sure it'll be fine. I do like. It looks like the blue is a little bit more brighter. I mean, it may just yeah. be the backdrop, but it's not as muted, and like his cape kind of stands out a little bit more. So, which is good considering like how dark and the grays and stuff they use for Batman suit. Hopefully, they'll add that contrast to another level. Right. All right. Uh, and then we're just gonna go to the stuff on the site, and the first thing that was posted on this site this week. Uh, was the YouTube stuff that we've been trying to do forever, and finally someone took the initiative, and Aaron started putting out these videos, and this week it was a nerd block uh, about horror. Do you want to expand on that? It was, and fuck no, I don't want to expand on it. Go watch the video, you <laughs> cocksuckers. You can, <laughs> you can use the link on the site, or uh, it, just Google, I think, it's uh, Prophet of Geek is the URL on YouTube. I mean, it's uh, essentially, uh, like the Loot Crate, I reviewed another uh, nerd gifting service. Um, this one was nerd block, and it, there's different versions you can pick. There's one that's just a general nerd block, which essentially they call Comic Con in a box. There's a T-shirt, uh, some fun, you know, probably Doctor Who, Star Wars, uh, you know, Firefly goodies in there. They have two different ones for kids. They have one for little boys, one for little girls, and they have a horror version. Uh, and that's what I chose because you know I'm a really big horror fan, and you know I figured Loot Crate pretty much covers like the, the Comic Con in a box issue for me. Uh, there was a night, there was a, a, a T-shirt in here, some cell phone uh, case decals that are just awesome. Uh, there was a a Rue Morgue magazine for those of you who read like you know Fango. I mean, definitely check out Rue Morgue. It was a very well written piece. Um, the T-shirt was awesome. There was a, a cool little statue in there. There, there was some uh, bleeding soap. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't really know what to say about the bleeding soap, but I mean, everything in there was pretty cool. And as far as price-wise goes, I mean, uh, it was pretty comparable to uh, Loot Crate. It was it was a little bit more expensive, but I mean, just uh, one of the Funko Pop statues I got in there alone was the cost of the entire horror block, and so everything else on top of it was just like you know a bonus. I mean, so it's uh, it's definitely worth checking out. But you should definitely watch the video because there's some some unique content. Yeah, it is uh, real. On there I love- as well. I love your videos, actually. I've, I've watched them. And I I don't want to offend you, and I really don't care if I do. Um, I don't know if the quality is supposed to be bad as far as the uh, the audio goes, but oh, I, yeah. I love it. I, I mean, I'm sure when I was like, oh, this has got to be intentional. It is like the fact like when, the way you're doing your facial features and try, like try I guess you're trying to remember or like, OK, this is what I'm going to be saying when I do it over or if you do the audio beforehand. Uh, no, I, I do the audio as I'm watching it, but you know, I, I tend to get distracted, so I kind of forget what I'm doing. <laughs> like eventually, I realize I'm just kind of watching myself, just as like, oh shit. So it, it's really a, it's really put together. Uh, I would say uh, badly, uh, whether or not it's intentional. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know, but it's seeming to work. <laughs> yeah, and if we have any bronies, there's definitely some eye candy towards the end on one of them. So I just Whoa. watched that brony documentary. <laughs> 
That's interesting. Uh, wow. Is that interesting? Holy crap. That is a subculture I don't want to get into. My girlfriend, keeps, she's like, oh, every time I come over, she already, she has My Little Pony on. I'm like, no, no. She's you know, if you watch it, you might like it. It's like, that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of my liking this. Come on, Glenn. Friendship is magic. Yeah, oh, I mean, <laughs> hey, I'm all for that uh, if it means killing Superman. But, uh, no, I... I can't go down that. I already watched Once Upon a Time. There, there's only so many things that can keep me manly <laughs> at this point. <laughs> oh man, it's uh, yeah. The, the documentary itself was very interesting. Uh, I, I don't really want to want to get in get into it too much here. But uh, for those of you about the YouTube stuff, I mean, you know, keep checking the site. I am going to start doing some more uh, original content that are uh, that are not just reviews. So. Uh, it should be getting interesting here in a couple of days uh, on the site, so just keep a lookout. Do you want to talk about the documentary, Cody? I haven't seen it. Okay, you really should. I mean, it it's an eye opener. It's uh, what, what do I need to open my eyes to? Grown men watching My Little Pony. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> if I had to pick a complaint about about the documentary itself, it, it would be it's that. Uh, you know whether it's good or bad. It's not. It's not filmed like a true documentary because it's not. It doesn't hold a neutral standpoint to bronies. Oh, yeah, it's it, it's very. It's very pro brony. I mean, so <laughs> I, I think it. Would, I think it would have been uh, more interesting if it was you know right down the middle to where you know you, you kind of see both sides of it. I mean, but you know it was very very brony heavy. I mean, it really made you feel sad for a lot of these guys because ultimately in the end they're like you know. We're just watching a cartoon about you know people being friends. What's wrong with it? And you see that standpoint, but then you know you, you see the other side a little bit too. So they get, there could have been a little more of the other side of the coin, just to balance it out and, and and not seem like it was just you know just pro brony rhetoric. <laughs> maybe some football players throwing footballs. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like a you know when Bill Maher did that uh, religious documentary. Something that could have right. been so good, and then it turned into, well, what do you believe in, Bill Mayer? No, no, what you believe in is stupid. Well, what do you believe right. in, Bill Mayer? <laughs> well, you're stupid for what you believe in. All right, you didn't answer my question, Bill Mayer. What do you be- No, y'all are dumb. The end. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if he was like a producer for it or anything, yeah, but it was definitely uh, slanted. It was definitely propaganda. <laughs> and uh, kind of going the other spot, uh, spectrum and also propaganda, but more on the misogynistic and – uh, you know, masculine side of Michael Bay, uh, some hack put up a second review for Transformers Age of Extinction, and they gave it one and a half geeky glasses for the actual review, and then within the review, they gave it four beer goggles um, for all you guys who are just straight up bros, not bronies, <laughs> uh, of what you would have viewed. I, mean, I saw it with a couple of my friends and my roommate and all that kind of stuff, and he's on the he's on the side of I just want to watch something. If it has explosions and a very attractive women, then that's what I want. Um, he doesn't so much care about content. Uh, so, I mean, this is a guy who thought the new Red Dawn movie was really good. So, I love the fact that you hashtagged it, like in the in the, in the article itself. Well, I'm just trying to make it, you know, as uh, as uh, accurate as oh, possible I, with the. Oh, I get it. With the, with the colons and the all caps and that kind oh, of stuff. Man. So yeah, it was. Uh, I wish I could do more reviews like that. That was definitely easier to write than actually giving it a critique on the other stuff. Uh, that was like hands down. Like I probably wrote that paragraph in like thirty seconds, and I there was there was nothing. The stream of consciousness just kept going. So I don't know if that's something people want. I could just straight up do for everything, um, and just give it a what, an actual rating and false uh, on the side. So I don't know. <laughs> I uh, I was gonna sit down and actually watch uh, the Wolverine because you know I goddamn it I wanted to see it. So I was finally gonna get my hands on a copy, but then. I remember that Days of Future Past pretty much is like, well, no, fuck you. Don't don't bother going to see this movie now. So it saved me a few bucks. That was nice of them. But I did uh, see Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, yeah. I, I just watched that today. Loved it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it was like I, I've seen everything Wes Anderson does, and it was a little jarring for me for like the amount of language that was used in it. 
like, I loved it, but at the same time, I was like, man, like they keep saying fuck all the time. Like I usually don't see that abundance in a Wes Anderson movie. So at times, I was like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he really wrote the script or not. Um, because like the argument for Wes Anderson is always that he does the same thing. Um, he lives in this this youth youthful whimsy world and he doesn't ever grow up as a filmmaker and with this one it was like it was like a baby step like it was like his his juvenile delinquency is what this movie was <laughs> uh but oh i loved it I, I mean his casts are always great and i mean hands down as we'll talk about later uh will and defoe was one scary ass son of a bitch boy he really can be <laughs> just, jesus <laughs> just the scene with him and Jeff Goldblum, I was just rolling the whole time. Oh, yeah. Jeff uh, Goldblum, man. You got to love that guy. He, and, and that's the thing about Wes Anderson, too, is you know, he, he has a troupe. He has the same, same you know, people he uses. You know, they're all very loyal to each other. But they have, they're all fantastic actors where they have this ability to you know, not be Jeff Goldblum and be someone else. But there's still a hint. You know what I mean? Like they're able to, to be someone new each time and, instead of just, you know. Like if if it was Nicolas Cage in every in every Wes Anderson movie, he would just be Nicolas Cage in every goddamn Wes Anderson movie. So. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, I mean, he got Bruce Willis to actually give a shit um, in a movie, <laughs> uh, you know, just like in Looper. So I mean, that takes a that take, takes a good director to do that. Uh, and also, like Harvey Keitel's, I guess, like twenty oh. stretch in this movie is like, the funniest <laughs> thing because he always wait for that Harvey Keitel moment. Like he's he's always in there briefly, just like in a Tarantino film. And right. uh, I was so glad that he was in this for a longer stretch. It was priceless. Yeah. And uh, just the way they handled Nazis in that just made me giggle. Uh, oh, yeah. The whole movie was fantastic. It was oh, so great. Yeah. The, the other new one, uh, other new thing on the site was also um, by the same hack who wrote that Transformers review gave you a uh, flip for side B. And this one is uh, definitely not as juvenile as the Transformers review, especially the first, like, 25 minutes. Uh, definitely had to open up an encyclopedia sometimes to understand what Ty was talking about. And we basically just kind of deal with video games. I'm not going to go into it. I mean, it's basically 45 minutes talking about uh, game theory and different games that we like and the different types of storytelling it deals with it and, you know, what storytelling they can go on and, uh, you know, why video games are this way. And we kind of rip apart uh, Richard Ebert's corpse. Uh, <laughs> and then the last about five minutes or so, we talk about the 2007 summer that consisted of us watching uh, Spider-Man 3 followed by Pirates 3 and then Fantastic Four 2. So um, that was fun. Anyone who's downloaded it, appreciate it. Uh, and if anyone who wants to download it, please do. Uh, new this week, coming to theaters is uh, on July 11th, is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. It's kind of like the... Mm -hmm. I mean, that, for me, uh, whenever we did our preview, that was the summer movie I wanted to see most. Yeah. Uh, Purge Anarchy, which I saw the first one uh, yesterday, actually, oddly enough. Man... That movie gets dull in about 20 minutes. Really? Yeah, like, there's things that are interesting. It's such a good concept, though. Like, it, you'd figure it'd be, like, the most terrifying fucking movie you could watch. Yeah, like, I think this one seems more interesting because they're on the streets. So, like, right. you actually get to see the purge happen instead of, like, isolated in this house where not a whole lot happens and it's just, you know, good camera tricks to make you look like it's bigger than what it is. <laughs> considering they're shrouded in darkness and the house really can't be that big uh the other one is the sex tape movie with uh cameron diaz is really ridiculously hot body and uh scarred face and jason siegel <laughs> oh no that's next week those two He's... are on july 18th i'm sorry i am really i read the wrong number Anyways. I mean, we can talk about that movie a little bit if you want i i don't plan on saying it i don't know about you guys no, I don't. I may I'll rent it. Yeah, I'll probably rent it. That's uh, probably a, I'm assuming. I'll maybe see it if Jason Siegel is like, you know, if he's hanging dong again, I'll check it out. But <laughs> if I'm not seeing the wiener vein, it's not really worth it in my eyes. Not for not for what's left of Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz's face skin. What what the hell happened to her? It's shrinking. Like her her face skin is shrinking. Like. I mean, obviously she had plastic surgery, but like, what the fuck? 
I, I yeah, I don't know, man. I just like, oh, she just she looks a lot older what she should be, and I don't even think she's forty yet. I, I she's think she's got, over dude, forty. She's got to be forty. I don't know, maybe it's the, the sun or something because she kind of her face kind of looks like a catcher's mitt. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm sure it's been used that way. I mean, she did, she, you know, she did bang she's the third 41. baseman. Oh, okay, so it's not like. But still, man, forty-one. She should look a lot better in the face. You know what I mean? It's just like I, I don't get this whole thing with Hollywood. Like, n- none of these motherfuckers can just age. Oh, except for uh, Christy Brinkley. Oh, and uh, what Kate Winslet. Like Clooney and Pitt, but I'm pretty sure Brad Pitt doesn't shower all that much. Maybe that's a secret. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's how you that, that's how you stay relevant and attractive is only is bathe like every other day. Yeah, don't yeah. clear out your pores so like your hotness <laughs> can just sit in those pores right. and just bask in your glory for. That's just years. extra testosterone that's pooling <laughs> on your skin. So why would you wash it away? You're, you're killing your pheromones. Didn't work for me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, you went to an all boys school, didn't you? <laughs> No. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, school. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, man, we're at like 30 minutes and we're almost falling apart. Oh, uh, Christ. We Wait, made well, it past the threshold. So anything after this is just money. Um, <laughs> we're on so, house money. Fuck it. So going on Amazon and dealing with movies and uh, the rentals this week, or if you wanted to buy them, they got really good rating, and I really wanted to see. I just kind of forgot about it. I don't even know that movie. What's that about? Uh, he's like a dude who never got past, past the eighth grade or something, and <laughs> he starts. He does these spelling bees and wins every year, and then he becomes friends with one of the kids, and hijinks ensues. Uh, the other, and that's that's out on DVD. Yeah, yeah. Now this <laughs> I guess week, it's a it's a grown dude who never went past eighth grade who's hanging out with little kids at spelling bees. Yeah. Well, when you say it like that, you put a whole different tilt on the movie. It's an indie movie, all right? Like, what'd you expect? No. um, uh, Another good one, it's a foreign film, The Raid 2. I don't know if any of you all seen the first one. It's pretty badass. Uh, That is new this week. And um, I don't see anything that... I mean, there's a lot of shit that could be that Criterion Collection, so I don't know which one to choose from. Uh, Apparently Donald Rumsfeld has uh, got a documentary about him. I don't know if it's good or bad or if it's biased. Jesus. Uh, it's called The Unknown Known. For and you and Sopmax out there, I got a movie for you. Holy shit. And probably the biggest release, uh, Rise of an Empire, the 300 movie. Mm-hmm. Probably going to star Lena Headey's tits, I'm assuming. Eva uh, Green, too. Her giant. Mm, she's in there. And Colin Farrell's Winter's Tale with Russell Crowe's slowly but dying career. I hear if you pause it correctly, you can see uh, Colin Farrell's <laughs> shaft through some of his uh, clothes in that movie. So we should check that one out also, see if we can see a cock outline on his pants. Yeah, I mean, if it's not Liam Neeson, I won't be impressed, So. Yeah, but Liam Neeson, just look at his knees, man. You'll see that thing. <laughs> you know, oddly, oddly enough, uh, his, his penis uh, speaks in a British accent. So, try to explain that one. So, I guess that got conquered during the famine, or? It did. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Really cock-heavy show this week. <laughs> Don't act like you're not enjoying it, Cody. Seriously. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's really all I had planned to talk about. You want to get into uh, get in some actors? This is, or, or no, you had a question, Cody. What, what did you want to talk about? Okay, this is just a, just a simple little thing. Um, with the recent, over the last few years, recent remakes and reboots and everything like that, I was thinking about maybe some movies or franchises that might be kind of under a, an umbrella, so to speak, that might be kind of considered untouchable as far as remakes and franchises go. So I'm, I'm going to start first by a couple of movies I think would be untouchable. Just so nobody steals my answer. Um, the Untouchables? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> um, first, I would say, um, just just under my opinion here, I think Forrest Gump probably not going to get remade, at least in the next 30 years. I think that was probably too good of a movie just by itself. Uh, that's the answer I usually give if somebody asks me what my favorite movie is. Um, and another one, I mean, they could remake a whole bunch of favorite movies. 
of mine, but if they redid this one, I would just I would fucking I would buy a gun and accumulate a bunch of ammo and climb a clock tower and just go on a killing spree. Um, and that would be the Back to the Future movies. So, th- I mean, I could come up with a, a whole bunch of other ones, but I was just curious as to what the whole group thinks of movies that might be untouchable, so to speak, in terms of remakes or reboots. Uh, Glenn, what you got, man? Um, well, I'm just going to give you a, a list just off the top of my head, and I may go for 20 movies. Uh, Citizen Kane, Casablanca, uh, On the Waterfront, uh, the Godfather. How, how, about, how about movies people listen to the shit have seen? There you go. <laughs> I said The Godfather. People know them. I, I knew you were going to say Casablanca and Citizen Kane. Well, I mean, they, there have always been rumors that they were going to make a sequel to Casablanca, which is it's stupid. I mean, the way the movie. No, I'm just going to stop right now. Um, uh, like modern. Yeah, Forrest Gump, that's a good one. Maybe like Shawshank or like Pulp Fiction. Fight I was Club, thinking about. Like those kinds of movies probably won't get remade. I was thinking about Shawshank too, but and uh, the Green Mile, just as far as Stephen King movies go. But but they did remake uh, The Shining, so I don't know if that would be. But but that was kind of on the fence post. Yeah, I guess. Well, even the Stanley Kubrick one is a remake. So, with uh, Jack Nicholson. Is it really? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I mean, Kurt, and it's the better one, just like Kurt Russell's The Thing. I mean, that's like oh, yeah. the best remake of all time. Because uh, that movie, I mean, Wolf Bridley on Diabetes scares the shit out of me. <laughs> Adult type too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a very frightening old man. He seems like if he was your grandfather, you would just be scared to shitless of him, like, all the time. You can't go to his bowl of Werther's Originals. He's going to smack you with, like, a hickory stick. It's just some shit like that goes down. Or make you dig in his pocket for him. No, now that's crossing the line. <laughs> He's got diabetes. He's a sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, movies to me, like, you know, I would think my sacred movie, uh, well, a, a couple of them have already been remade. So, I mean, my hopes and dreams was pretty well fucked on that one. Uh, when they, you know, tried to relaunch The Evil Dead with, you know, okay, when I, when I thought it was going to be a remake, I was really pissed. When it turned out to be a sequel, loved it. Uh, but, you know, the, the goddamn, uh, the updates of Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street, just unnecessary. Absolutely unnecessary. The remake of Point Break, they're going to redo Bloodsport. It's just like everything, like if they redo fucking Roadhouse, I, I really like, you know, I'm going to be done. I'm going to have nothing else for this world. Nothing else of joy. Uh, I mean, you know, maybe my kid, but, uh, I mean, they, they can't totally try to kill off, uh, you know, my goddamn Patrick Swayze. His legend will live on, boys. Well, I mean, God did kill off Patrick Swayze, so. No, Marlboro fucking killed off Patrick <laughs> Swayze. Patrick Swayze killed Patrick Swayze. And Brett screwed Brett, screwed Brett man. That was all uh, Some all of the these, Swayze. like, remakes don't even make sense. Like, you're talking, like, Point Break. Like, why would you remake that movie? I don't know. I mean, it, I, I mean, it's like those early '90s action films. Like they work because of the time period they're in. Like, why would you ever want to remake Speed? Like that's just pointless. I mean, even that movie's pointless, but I love. Well, it. I was gonna say, yeah, the, the whole fucking movie was pointless. <laughs> but it's just uh, like, I, I will say this: the 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 guy they got uh, playing Bodie, uh, Edgar Ramirez. Oh, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's like God damn it, you know, I like that guy, but it's just like why why remake Point Break? I just and, and why not use Gary Busey or you know Keanu Reeves for like you know a cheeky little cameo? Maybe they're you know old guys you know in line at a bank or something like that. You know, they, you gotta give a nod to them at least. They're both still alive. They just re- this movie just fucking came out like twenty years ago. Yeah, that uh, yeah that no. <laughs> Absolute bullshit. All right, I'm, I'm dreading the day that they try to remake the Monster Squad. Monster Squad. <laughs> right? How, how perfect is that movie? Just as it is. Doesn't matter what you know what year it was made. It's a perfect movie. Okay. It is. <laughs> Big Trouble, Little China. Abs- yeah. It, oh yeah. They, oh. oh. I mean, like, I'm kind of like I'm glad that the new Mad Max movie is like a sequel, and like the shots I've seen look awesome. But yeah. I mean, that movie, that should only have been two movies, because, I mean, the first two Bad Max movies are fucking legit. Um, 
And this one, I don't know if they're gonna what they're gonna do. I mean, if Tom Hardy says more than eight lines of dialogue, I'm gonna be pretty pissed. <laughs> what they should do is just get Mel Gibson drunk and follow him around now for like a new Mad Max movie. <laughs> Mad, just Mad watch, Mel. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Mad Mel. Just watch him rage over like the entire globe. Just keep pumping him full of Jameson and just see what happens. No, he's too busy making Expendables three. Oh right, yeah. Because <laughs> he's the bad guy. Have you all seen the new trailer for it? They actually yeah, had to show more plot, and he with him being the. I mean, he's gonna be the bad guy. I mean, like, yeah, Mel Gibson's a badass, but man, y'all really should have picked so, like, you should have had like Harrison Ford be the main bad guy, and everyone tries to take him down. Uh, right. Well, I mean, but come on, he, he's so fucking brittle. He's liable to. Oh, he just yeah, broke no, his totally. goddamn leg, you know, on the Millennium Falcon. It's like eh, this is. They're gonna have to use like a, a walker ramp. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you think they have tennis balls in the future for Han Solo's walker? To fucking run away from people. They're like little laser balls, and it's like the water right, yeah. just kind of hovers. <laughs> Maybe he's just going to ride R2 around. <laughs> See how it's like an attacker, like bars just come out from the top of him? Right, yeah, it's like, like a running flat connected to it, yeah. You can make Chewie carry him like Master Blaster. <laughs> All right, I kind of think we've rambled on long <laughs> enough. Uh, I was surprised nobody said Jaws. Well, there was that rumor like a couple years ago. Remember they were talking like they were going to remake it with Tracy Morgan as Quint? Remember that rumor? Whoa. No, what? Yeah, you guys – It's Kevin Hart going to be in it too? No. <laughs> no, there <laughs> no, was a rumor a couple years ago uh, You know, when it was a whole rash of remakes. It was one of those like, you know, uh, like, you know, the old so-and-so's latest celebrity death hoax bullshit. Like somebody made it up on the internet and it caught traction to where, you know, people officially had to deny it. Like we're not going to remake Jaws with Tracy Morgan as Quint. I'd so. love to see him do that speech though in the town media hall. <laughs> <laughs> talking about getting that shark pregnant and shit. How, how about the one on the boat where he's talking about the uh, the, the Indianapolis? You know what I mean? Let's see Tracy Morgan do that one. But okay, uh, there's an addendum. He has to keep his shirt on throughout the entire monologue. Yeah, that would be nice. If he can manage to do that, then I think that, you know. Why not? Let's remake fucking Jaws with Tracy Oh, no, Morgan. like the town hall meeting would just be on, like, the shoreline, and he just comes out of the water because he's been swimming. <laughs> you don't have to worry about him taking it off. It's just already off. Is he, is he, if he's in a Speedo, I'm in. Then you've convinced me. <laughs> like, uh, just they just do, like, the swimsuit that uh, uh, Daniel Craig has in, in Casino Royale. Is that the one? Oh, or? I'm in. Okay, yeah. now we've got a movie. Let's call Spielberg, man. Yeah, no, Owe Bowl, he can do this. Uh, what's like? What's a movie you would want to see get remade? That's usually something people don't answer. I mean, I think something like The Matrix would make more sense just because of like how technically advanced we are now versus you know the most badass thing in that movie is a slider phone. Uh, I mean, if you're gonna go the Matrix route, I would only redo the second two. I think the first movie is pretty good by itself. Well, yeah, I, mean, I didn't. It's good. I'm just saying, like, it, the th- the fact that those computers run on XP, uh, they need to be updated a little bit. Uh, I guess if I had to pick one off the top of my head, I would say Masters of the Universe. Oh, oh excellent okay. call. That probably – I mean, I have the original one with Dolph Lundgren from the 80s, and it's – I mean, depending on how you go into it, I guess it's enjoyable. It's incredible. Right. It's one of those movies that you love because it's so shitty. Yeah, so I, th- I think that would be a good one. That they could probably do better now. Well, you, Aaron, what's what's one? Uh, it, I I don't think I could do better than Masters of the Universe. That's a fucking excellent call. I mean, you know, all the movies that are that are leaping to mind right now. I'm thinking like, would I remake that? It's like, well, no, I wouldn't. Like, you know, the first one left to mind was, you know, The Last Starfighter. It, it's absolutely phenomenal the way it is. You know, I'm thinking like, okay, you know what? Fuck that. Don't touch it. Put it away. So, I mean, I don't think there's any movie I've seen or that I can recall right now where I would be like, yeah, I would totally remake that. Because I mean, I don't typically don't watch movies just to watch them. Like, I watch movies, you know, because I want to sit down and watch them and check them out. So, I mean, it. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of movies where I've just been like, okay, this is dog shit, let's remake it. Because, I mean, if it sucks, it sucks. You know, nothing they could really do is going to fix this lump of shit. You know, kind of like uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's like, no matter what the fuck they do to that, it's going to suck. Yeah. What if they went, like, the Tron route and just CGI'd uh, Harrison Ford to just make him look younger? And it's like James Cameron the whole movie. I, I would probably be okay with that. 
I mean, it's basically what the freaking Crystal Skull was. The whole damn thing was a green screen. I guess you can't go on location anymore with movies and actually have a jungle background. How long until movies are just that, where they're using just – like they're paying celebrities just to use their likeness and just build a movie around them as a CGI person? Well, they're already doing it with like commercials and shit. Yeah, I mean they basically did that with uh, The Mummy Returns with The Rock. I mean it was just – Oh, right. You know, I mean I guess there's people like Andy Serkis that are like, you know, oh, maybe actually kind of have to show up for work. Um well, and they're doing that with Paul Walker. They're CGI'ing him as a body double for this movie, for the new one. Oh, Christ, that's right. Oh, yeah. Now now I have to see this movie just to see how that is. <laughs> oh, dude, that's going to be so creepy. Is it like are they using his brother or something like that? I don't know. Oh, fuck. And oh, on that note... The, it gives the it's better than what they did with Bruce Lee and what was a Game of Death, where they just put like a cardboard cutout of... Bruce Lee on some dude's face in one of the shots. Nothing. <laughs> oh, I, I thought we cut out. <laughs> oh, all right. I, I think that that's fine. <laughs> I just I wanted to see how long that pause would go. Okay, um, for all of you who endured this, uh, <laughs> we say thank you. Hopefully, we can have Anthony back sometime soon and write oh, the shit. Oh, for the love of. And- fuck can he be back soon <laughs> keep it from us just <laughs> rambling on about things and uh, a lot of dick talk without tony yeah. a lot of cock talk i guess i guess he's a cock blocker um oh, oh nice yeah, i know right uh so uh be sure to hit up all our affiliates on the website fandango amazon think geek and you know maybe one day like sony and fifa uh so fifa thank you for downloading Till next time. Back with the uh, after this ad. There we go. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I'm going to keep recording, but I can edit it. That's fine. All so right. We uh, <laughs> this uh, when I was doing the the gaming one. I actually got interrupted by a salesman in the middle of it. So like, I, oh just, my God. I had to cut mid sentence. And so whenever I do the ad, I'm like, Whoa, who cuts a, who cuts commercial during mid sentence? We do. And we just kind of, I just kind of went from there. Um, that's exactly what we're going to have to do. Disgraceful. <laughs> You're old enough to be her, her, her grandfather. Well, I'm as human as the next man. I was the next man. <laughs>